What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the podcast, America is Blue. Uh, might be the single most important podcast we've, uh, we've done in recent memory uh, with, the, with the stakes going on in the game tomorrow. But before we get into all the excitement uh, of the U.S. versus Iran, um, let's uh, do a quick recap of uh, some of the blues that we've had in action. Uh, and uh, Jay, per usual, any first words on uh, some of the boys that we've seen kicking the ball around in Qatar? Yeah, before we get into the, the meat of this story, um, dude, there's been some amazing games over the last few days. Crazy. I kind of, I kind of felt at the beginning of this, listen, I, I, everybody's jazzed up about this. Everybody loves the World Cup. We're all feeling it. We love it. But, dude, Cameroon, Serbia earlier today, Korea, Ghana, Spain versus Germany was some of the best international soccer I've seen in a long time. I even got I got thorough kicks out of France versus Denmark. Yeah. Uh, there's been some just amazing games. So this is all great stuff. No, I mean, it really is awesome. And if I may, I want to give a quick shout out and, and diving right in. Hakeem Ziyech and Morocco winning 2-0. Awesome, awesome Stunner. stuff. He, he had the goal taken away, and I remember texting you right away. I was like, oh, man, if, if this thing counts, what, you know, what a goal. Uh, unfortunately, he, he did have it, it taken off, but he played awesome. Uh, I'm really, really pleased uh, for him to see him you know, getting a chance on the world stage to uh, kick a little ass, and, and he delivered with the left foot. Hakeem Ziyech, boom, delivered. Dude, isn't, isn't it frustrating? Isn't a freaking dude? Like, Tough to watch, man. The, the, the America is Blue podcast loves Aww. themselves a little bit of Hakeem. We do, and and we're and we're, we're clamoring. We're like, man, we just we need some creativity up front. We need we need guys who can go ahead and put the guys who can put the ball in the back of the net in the right positions and get this done. But then we don't use them. But then he sits on the bench and he does nothing, dude. Like you can say what you want about Hakeem Ziyech. I don't know if it's an attitude thing. There's been. A lot of managers have kind of shied away from him. There is no denying, and I, maybe his defense is a little bit sus. There is no denying what this guy can bring when he's got the ball at his feet, whether he's whipping it into a box, he can beat guys off of the dribble. He is a tremendous talent. I, we need to switch to a 4-3-3. We need to get him up top, and we need to redo We're going back to the Blues now. I mean, dude, amazing performance by him and a stunner over a dying Belgium team, which is. Terribly disappointing. It, it really is. And, and you know who did not show up is Kevin DeNoyna. He like he did DeNoyna in that game. Absolutely did nothing. He was yeah. de terrible. And I, I, <laughs> I almost felt bad. But yeah, they did not look good. And of course, again, our beloved Eden Hazard. Shout out to the Blues legend. He is just a shell of himself. Uh, tough to watch in, in, in a lot of different ways. Um, but man, this Belgium team, that golden generation came and went, uh, very quickly. They did not deliver, uh, unfortunately. And that window just slammed shut. Uh, that goose is cooked. They look just flat. And yeah, man, dude, I was, I was kind of hoping to see some vintage Eden. I wanted him to dig down. I wanted to see him start getting, getting past guys, make it, dude, he can't do anything. He's getting stripped off the ball. Like he's not even there. So Really upsetting to see him perform at that level. Oh. Listen, Belgium still has a shot to to advance. You gotta you gotta bench him and put in Trossard. Who the hell would have ever thought that you would be saying that? But yeah, dude, he's he's done. It's so sad. 
definitely sad. Uh, but you know, nonetheless, huge victory uh, for the Moroccans. Shout out to to him. We had another uh, one nil performance. Thiago Silva as well, uh, continuing to keep the clean sheets. The guy's just uh, a Rolls Royce of a player. Uh, to quote the great Craig Patton, Pey- Peyton, who we've had on the show uh, in the past. But, uh, I mean, he, he is fantastic, continuing to lead uh, the Selassau, who are going to advance uh, to the round of 16 with relative ease. Uh, they took care of business again against uh, Switzerland. Um, not too much else to say about him, exactly the performance you'd expect. Yeah, no, he's the man. We don't have to. We go there. We're all over his jockstrap every time we speak about him. I think everybody awesome. gets the point. Um, no Dennis Sicaria, no Kai, and no Dave. Uh, I mean, not all surprises. Kai, maybe. Maybe. I mean, look, we didn't expect to see Dave. That was expected. No Dennis. I got to be honest. I don't follow the Swiss as much. Uh, nonetheless, disappointing. I would. I would have liked to see him log in some minutes and some some time. But no Kai, that rings out pretty loud. And no confidence. Especially no confidence. With him, you know, leading the line to open things, not even getting on the pitch uh, in game two. Signs uh, on the Kai Havertz train are, are, are down. Uh, not great. I hope that he can resurrect something. I don't know exactly what uh, Demonshaft planned to do in, in game three, but they've uh, got work to do to get out of their group and Germany up until 2018, they had never not gotten out of the group at any point in their history. 2018 was the first time that they didn't. If they now go back to back world cups without getting out of the group after winning in 2014, as recently as 14, that's a, that's a troubling sign uh, for, for that squad who is legendary for a lot of different reasons, but they got to get out of the group and they got their hands full. Bro, if you were going to try to make that bet, but eight and a half years ago, dude, the odds would have been ridiculous. They would have been ridiculous. Like 5,000 to one. No way Germany doesn't advance to World Cups in a, in a row. Um, speaking of them, dude, that guy Musiala is a beast. That kid is awesome. So I'll give him a little bit of a shout. One other man I want to give a shout. And he does tie back to our beloved Blues. Olivier Giroud. Ah. I got to talk about Olivier Giroud for a minute. Not only is his hair always impeccable. Strikingly handsome. Dude, not a strand of miss ever, no matter what he's up to. Can we officially say that he might be the most unappreciated striker of all time? I, I dude, mean, he is definitely right up there. He's the, he's the top goal scorer in French history. Now, Mbappe is going to clean him up on that if he stays healthy. But as it stands right now... He is tied for the top goal scorer in French history with all of their tremendous strike forces in the past. And chances are, I mean, this this, this may be some of his last international duty. Who knows? I mean, he's, he's not a young man anymore. But, dude, this guy, for a period of time, could be at the top of those charts. The most underappreciated striker of all time, Olivier Giroud. I, I mean, that's not a bad take. And I got I got nothing but agreement with you because – He's always been sort of second choice. He's the guy that, I mean, everywhere he's been at every single point, he's never really been the man. And in 2018, when they won the World Cup, he started every game with no yep. Benzema and didn't even score. Uh, yep. So he, he played seven World Cup games last go-round with nary a goal. 
But now he's back on the score sheet. We saw him, you know, score four in one game in the Champions League. God bless him. He's he's got some legendary goals. He scored the crazy Scorpion goal. Uh, you know, he shows up at Wimbledon. He's he's the, he's you know he's the guy. Uh, you know, I mean, lot to say positively about uh, Olivier Giroud, and who is liked in two parts of London, which is rare, uh, because I, I would challenge a Blues fan to really come at Olivier in terms of what he delivered for us, and uh, you, you know, Arsenal fans can't talk smack about him. So good on him. Says says a lot about the character uh, of the man, and good on you uh, bringing some light to Olivier. Congratulations. <laughs> Incredible. And, dude, at this point in the World Cup, if my math is correct, we only have three teams going into the last game of the bracket stages who have advanced. Dude, there's everything to play for, not only for the red, white, and blue, but for so many teams who, with with a a coin flip, a ball hitting, and a little nick of grass and going the wrong way, who are going to be advancing into the final 16 or going home. Dude, there's so much on the line. The group stage has been amazing. The group stage has been incredible. Like Great stuff. Group, look at group B. I mean, look at us. I mean, Wales, England, everybody. I mean, it's, it's nuts. So, you know, God bless. And before we do get into the uh, big group B matchup, we do have to give a shout out to uh, Mateo Kovacic for holding down the yes. Croatian midfield in his four, one shellacking of Canada, our neighbors to the North. Um, yeah, Canada. They got the early goal from Alfonso Davies, which was which was tremendous, and then uh, a whole lot of nothing. So uh, it's a curse, dude. You score early on in a game, man. You're doomed. You're doomed. It never wow. works out. You score early, dude. That other team's gonna have a chance to settle in. You're feeling so good. You get amped up, and then you just crash and burn. It happens so often. Ah, all you right. Don't want an early goal. Don't want an early goal. Well. I'd, I'd take it if we if we score one uh, tomorrow. Okay. That being said, let's just get right into it. Tomorrow, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 2 p.m. Eastern Time. The red, white, and blue. The Americans suiting up against Iran. Jay, everything is on the line. It's so simple. Everybody can do this. Win or go home. A draw will not do under any circumstance. It absolutely has to be a win. Jay, the last time we played Morocco, or excuse me, last time we played Iran, 24 years ago, World Cup, 1998, lost 2-1 to send us out of the World Cup in 98. So not only do we have the geopolitical things, which we will leave on the shelf for the time being, but we have a literal revenge game here. We're talking World Cup circumstances. We haven't played these guys in 24 years on the international level. And last time they kicked us out of this thing that we're in right now, we are purring. We better get a win. We better make a statement for a number of reasons. But uh, let's hear what you think initially going into this bad boy tomorrow at 2 p.m. I'm hyped. I am hyped. Uh, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Yes. We can't score. Taremi has scored twice the amount of goals that the entire men's national team has scored in this tournament. Uh, from what I have seen of Iran, even as bad as they were. And by the way, did you not see the Tyler Adams interview? you got to start pronouncing Iran the right way. It's Iran. Okay, get it right. Anyway. 
Iran. 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 They are, they do, they're a dangerous team. They're quick on the counter. As bad as they started against England, the goals that they scored were nice. Yes. Well taken. It was a little bit of a stodgy game, and then boom, they just turned it on. Beautiful goals. So that's one component of it. I, I look back at the U.S. men's national team, their friendlies in recent history. Dude, we are a defensive posturing team. We cannot score. We had one game where we had multiple goals. I think out of the last, like, 10. That may be wrong. But I think maybe it was at the last eight. Either way, we can't score. They appear to, like, they can score. Um, we need to be full force and be creative. We need to attack because we have to win. We have to be on the front foot. We can't sit on our laurels and play for a tie. Ah. We have to go and put the pedal down to the middle, and we got to put it to them. And I hope this is not what Greg Berhalter does, man. Dude, his entire mindset throughout this process has been very defensive, very compact, and we have not shown a lot of creativity up front. And we've been hoping that we are going to finish on one of a handful of opportunities, and we just haven't been able to do it because our striking has not been clinical. This cannot be the case. We have to we have to empty take every bullet, empty it out of the canister. You took my notes. Happens. You you took my notes, dude, because great minds. My my whole thing was just there's no time to figure it out. There's no time to feel your way through it and then hopefully make a mad dash in the second half. No. Right from the jump, lay the marker down to your point. Throw every punch, throw every kick, shoot every bullet throw every dart whatever you got i mean any projectile you have in arms just throw it shovel you know whatever you have an airing i mean anything you can get your hands on you got to go to war with that and i think like to to your point we're, we're both on the same page it's everything there's nothing to figure out there's no jabs there's no caution everything is completely Balls to the wall right from the get-go. Um, and screw these guys, man. We got to show up. I don't care who we're playing. We got to show up. There's no other choice. Completely backs against the wall situation. No excuses. Everybody knows what the outcome has to be. And everyone has to act and play accordingly. Nothing else to say. Yeah, um, I have a lot of confidence in seeing what this team has brought to the table in the last two games. That let, Those guys will bring it. They're going to bring it. It's whether they have what it takes to be able to get it over the line and finish the job. We'll see. We'll see. Um, this was always going to be – I'm going to get a little bit negative here. This is this was always going to be a, a heated battle, right? Aran's been playing feisty throughout the tournament. So this was always going to be a clashing – Two, I don't want to call them titans, but these are two sides that don't like each other. There is the political side of this. Dude, this is going to be a feisty, drag-it-out type game. What I'm really upset about, what's been driving me crazy over the last couple of days, is with all that's going on, and with our guys and their guys putting it out on the field, right? You've been prepping for this thing for four years. These are young men's hopes and dreams. They've been thinking about this for their entire lives to have this opportunity, a winner-take-all type game. Who in their right mind goes ahead and defaces the flag of Iran 
right before the game. Whoever did this, I don't know if it, how far up this goes the chain. I don't know if this is just some lowly schmucky nerd in somebody's basement just thinking that he's funny by making a political statement. You could right. I'm not. I'm no friend of Iran in here, right? Like, okay, like there's a lot of issues. That said, what they did, the symbol that they took off of their flag, is going to offend some portion of the two billion Muslims that occupy this planet. (laughs) I mean, including Muslims that live in the United States. So we can say what we want. They don't like us as a country. We don't like them. Whatever. That's that's not my problem. This is about sporting interests. This is about a game that we love and we want to enjoy. And when you start to bring your political bullshit to the table and make that bleed onto this pitch, I am furious at whoever did that. And then on top of that, you got whatever this, I don't even know if this is fabricated, Burhalter asking rain it a lie, and then Jurgen Klinsmann going after him. Can all these people just, just, just zip it? Just zip your mouths and let these guys go out there and do what they're supposed to do. And as fans... Don't bring the problems of the world that we are plagued with on a daily basis to this. Let us enjoy this. This is our escape away from that. Please just shut your mouths and let these boys go and play. It's just really unfortunate that this is all these guys have had to speak about for the last 48 hours is this shit, as opposed to what they should be focusing on, which is the task at hand. 100%. Absolutely agreed. Uh, Climate aside. to get that out. Uh, yeah. So annoying. Climate aside, they do have a game to play, and you know that's the definition of bulletin board material as well. Uh, talk about galvanizing your squad. Um, that's uh, you know pretty good, pretty good way to do it. Um, but moving ahead, I want to get into some lineups. We're talking about without being hyperbolic, the biggest game in U.S. Soccer history in the last 20 years. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Without a doubt, biggest one. Got to make this happen. There's only one guy that we can put in the net right now. That's obviously Mr. Turner. He'll be back there. And then we. I think you're going to feel the exact same way. When you keep a clean sheet against the English, you march the same four guys back out there. So I don't think any person on earth is going to argue with Dest, Zimmerman, Ream, and Jedi Robinson. Certainly not I. How Certainly not I. You got to keep them out there. And let's just let's just not be boring here. You're keeping them in there, and you're keeping MMA in there. Nobody, nobody in the right. Unless McKinney's dinged up or something, and you want to put in Aronson, that is the only reason. If McKinney, for any reason, after that England game, and there was no, there was no reason to believe that he would not be fit. You have to throw your best dudes out there. Those are our three best midfielders. We need them all out there. 100% agreed. Absolutely positively. Uh, Tyler Adams, you know, far and away the leader of this team, continues to show it on every single possible level. Uh, Eunice is our most young and exciting player. And if Weston McKinney plays the same way that he did against England and he has the fitness, I'm telling you, and th- th- this is my hot take on this, and, and I'll, I'll get right into it now. I am telling Weston McKinney, if I'm Greg Burkhalter, give me the 60th or, or the, the toughest 60 minutes of your life because I want McKinney subbed off quick. I want to get the absolute best out of him. And the second his level starts to drop or he's jeopardized for a possible round of 16, I want, I am telling Weston McKinney, 
you are playing 60 minutes and I want you to play your 60 minutes like you have never played in your life because I want Aronson on the pitch early because I I think that's the other thing Burke Alder can't afford to do. Make your subs quick. No fussing around. Like there's no wait until the 75th minute and all this other stuff. No. Like if, if we need to make changes or something needs to happen, make them fast. But again, to be absolutely clear, I'm totally with you. MMA midfield, Aronson is absolutely my first substitute for Weston McKinney. I'm telling Weston McKinney, give me your best 60 minutes. 100%. I'm 100% with you. And yeah, dude, I think we said this before. We said it before the England game also. The substitutions. If we're, if we're bringing guys to the party that maybe just don't have, you know, they're coming out with 90%. Get whatever you can out of them and be quick on the trigger. Even if we're playing well, even if it looks like we have all the flow, dude, you can't wait for them to break down. Cause with this, with this team, dude, one break, one counterattack, some guy's slowing up, some guy pulling up his quad a little bit, dude, they're gone. They're gone. And next thing you know, you're down. So I'm hundred percent with you back for midfield. And again, man management. Man management. If you're seeing somebody slow down, if you're seeing them off the pace a little bit, we do have enough depth on this team to be able to get another very quality player in there, specifically at the positions that might be a concern. Agreed, man. Uh, Agreed. So tell me your front three. You got any changes? I do a little bit. Uh, I have have some changes off of who they've been putting out there. Um, Pulisic has to play. 100%. He has to play. Um, if you are Captain America, you have to vanquish the enemy. So go and do that, please. Gio Reno has to play. I don't know what the hell's been going on. I don't know what drama or what bullshit's been going on behind the scenes. Dude, this kid says he's fit. He played, he was playing for Borussia Dortmund prior to this tournament. If you guys have an issue, okay, please don't mess this up. Get him in there because we need to score. And he's going to be one of those guys that's going to allow us to do that. So please, Gio Reyna. And I'm going to surprise you, I think, with my striker pick. So I'm going to hold off. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, I've got the same two guys in there for the same reason you just said. I mean, it's got to be Pooley uh, for all those other reasons. And he did. He played really well against England. There's no reason to take him off. It's not like, oh, well, you got to play him. No, he's, he's in form. He's cooking. He had the assist. We got it. We got to keep him on there. Gio Reyna is potentially the best prospect on the entire roster. I mean, he's he's obviously capable of doing fantastic things. He's super young. He's the guy that's going to get the pass. He's the guy that's going to unlock you know the defense. He's actually also another guy who can come up and receive the ball and create a little something in midfield if he has to. He will dribble at somebody. We need people who are going to take people on especially when you're going against Iran and Iran, excuse me, Come on. when you have to go, when you're going against Iran, you got to have some more creativity, especially when you have to win. So we are both in complete agreement at the wingers. Now, now that you set it up, you teased it so well. I'm waiting yeah. with bated breath. Who do you have leading the line, Jay? All right. So as I was going through this, I'm thinking, I'm like, go back with Haji, right? Uh, like, this isn't the game for Haji. Last game was a game for Haji. Not this game. This is not the game for Haji. So Haji's out. So now I'm like, my Brooklyn boy. Like, do we put Tim Way up there? Almost kind of like false nine-ish, although he can do it. And as much as I love my Brooklyn boy, I'm like, I don't think that's what we need. I think we need a sergeant. 
I think we need that messy, nasty, not going to do anything flashy, but he's just going to tumble toward the net and a ball's going to go off his right hip and it's going to go in. And, and he's a ginger. And he's it's going to be gross. It's going to, I think Sargent's going to score in this game. Okay, we'll get to that. It'll be, it'll contribute to the prediction. Sargent's going to score in this game and it is going to be one of the ugliest deflected goals ever. It's going to come off of a joint. It's going to come off of something and it's going to be almost unintentional. And he's going to score in this game. Sergeant leading the line. Reporting for duty. I mean, I love the call. He's got the name for it. Uh, but I'm actually saying that Haji is the right man for the job. I'm okay. actually I'm actually sticking with him. Uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm if I have my way and we have Gio Reyna and Pooley up front, I think his his ability to hold the ball up is going to serve them well moving forward. So uh, again, I I am going to stick with Haji. I think him, Weston McKinney, Pulisic, they've got the vibes. They they still got you know that those American youth system uh, victories that they can call upon. Hopefully, they can summon all those good vibes up and really put out a positive performance uh, tomorrow. It is unbelievable. My anxiety levels are crazy. You know, we've been through Super Bowls with the New York Giants. We've been through Champions League finals. We've been through Europa League finals. We've been through FA Cup finals. All sorts of sporting championship scenarios. Nothing really compares to your national team marching out at the World Cup. It really is a special thing. It's unbelievable. I agree. All right, so who do you got? Who do you got? Well, it's not a question of who, it's by how many. And I have to say, if we kept a clean sheet against the English, we only gave up a bad penalty to Wales. I think we can keep Iran off the score sheet, going to get a goal from an unexpected player, Maybe a Dest, maybe it's an Anthony Robinson, somebody that you wouldn't expect necessarily to get on the score sheet's going to get on, and you're going to get a goal from a star player, from a Pulisic, from a Gio Reyna. 2-0, United States of America. So, full out, there's no way I can't. Even if I didn't want to, there's no way I'm picking up. There's no way. I'm not doing it. I think this is going to be a dangerous game. Um, it is. I think this is going to be 2-1 for the red, white, and blue. I already predicted Sargent's going to just duff one in. It's going to come off his tailbone or something. Um, and I think I agree with you. I, dude, this would be – and I'm calling it from just from my heart here for the guy. This could be the, like the Christian Pulisic moment. This could be it. It's like, you know, whatever happens after this, the fact that you made it past the group stage for the United States, like that's a huge victory for us. Like this isn't something that, you know, we just walk into, you know, we're not a Spain. We're not one of these other huge countries that just constantly are expected to go through. This is a big deal for us. So I'll just come out. So Sergeant Pulisic are both going to score. I think we are going to give one up. I think it's going to be a really choppy dicey game. The other thing that I think we just have to be wary of, we have to be careful of the fouling and the chippiness and whatever else, because what I don't want to see happen here on either side of this 
is that this game ends up being determined because the referees are forced to do some things that would change the flow and change the outcome. But 2-1, red, white, and blue. Uh, well, glad that we uh, were at least on the same page with this one. I am so excited for the game tomorrow. Uh, I hope everybody gets to watch under the best possible conditions, uh, gets a chance to it to enjoy it. Uh, I know I'm really looking forward to it. Jay and I will be back uh, tomorrow night with a breakdown of the performance. We really look forward to uh, to chopping that up. Hopefully we're talking about who our next opponent's going to be uh, you know, in the round of 16. But until then, everybody have a great night. We will talk to you tomorrow. Go USA. America's blue.